1: warn-usa.com You can listen to our Warn radio episodes on danaglensmith.com or warn-usa.com. Warn radio is on the following platforms: Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows, featured on both warn-usa.com and DanaGlynSmith.com. Featured on DanaGlenSmith.com: Choice, Chance, and Consequences. Christian Living, Turbulent End Times. End Time, Judgment, Justice, and Mercy. And featured on warn-usa.com, Redemptive Signs, Erdogan's Hate, North Korea, Miraculous, Uganda. Persecution at Warren Radio. And Israel, Middle East, struggle for peace with people who want no peace. Golden Cup Judgment, flee Babylon. Volatile World on Edge, classic Warren Radio. And don't miss these Warren radio episodes from November 15th through the 17th. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Life Eternal, Pray for Us, Glory Land, Sudan, Military Conflict, Persecution, Christians. Thursday's Battle Lines, House of My Glory, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 197. And Friday, Sound the Shofar. Kingdom War and the Coming King, Watch, Be Sober, Part 12. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. The nation is at risk, and dark forces are plotting to bring the country into the globalist new order. Hidden within the storylines of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America today. And you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus and Robertson. And the rising e-book can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to dana.glinsmith.com, And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, I'm doing good. I'm uh, chugging right along the way. You know, we're getting close to the end of this month. Yep,
1: one more day. Today's the 29th of November, 2023.
0: You know, I I am always astounded every month.
1: (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I know, it seems like one day it's the first, and the very next day it's the last day of the month.
0: Well, you know... Maybe we're just too busy. Or maybe we just... I don't know. It's kind of weird, though. Yes, it. You know, you turn it, around it and here you are. And then we're going to be December. And then you're going to be in January. And you're heading on down into spring. And, of course, all of next year, most of it is... Uh, going to be uh, 2024, the election and electioneering. And uh, so it's just a lot of issues here, things that are going on. And uh, it's one of those things. So at any rate, uh, we're glad you joined us.
1: Yes, we are. It's always a pleasure to have you here with us.
0: And so... uh, Up front, we're going to be talking about a featured post, America's Righteous Truth. And, uh, you know, there is a righteous truth out there. And uh, there's also a lot of lies out there. And unless you understand the righteous truth, you're not going to understand much of anything else. And this particular article deals with some of these things that are in in America. America's righteous truth is here. One, One choice is clear today. The other choice is what is happening today, especially in America. I speak of doing that which is right in your own eyes, a problem that has existed before. Israel had a time when they did everything that which was right you know in their own eyes and what happens when you do that you end up forsaking the Word of God as a foundation this forsakes the Word of God as a foundation instead of the Word of God so thus nations are left with no ultimate truth Now listen closely to this. Truth becomes self-centered. It is biased. And it is conformed to society. And it is right here that today's world is finding its personal delusion. And so is America. Now you know, the Apostle Paul tells us that there will be a time, <clears throat> excuse me, when society will reject the love of the truth and the Lord will send a delusion. This love of the truth is the gospel in all of its fullest meaning. And you can find this in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. If we look at this, we can compare God's love in John 3.16 to Paul's word and find that society rejects God's love and the fact that he sent his son to die on the cross. It is about the love of God who so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believeth in him would not perish. We are in that time of lawlessness and rejection of the truth. And I think if there was ever any article that we have on the website, this is that article that people need to pay attention to. It's a sad fact that uh, we are facing, you know, so much of this.
1: Yes, it is. It's tragic.
0: We are right there. Now, so if you talk about a delusion, that's an idiosyncratic belief or impression that is firmly maintained despite being contradicted by what is accepted as reality or rational argument. So a a synonym of that would be misapprehension, mistaken impression, False impression, mistaken belief, etc., etc. And so, you can find this America's Righteous Truth over on our websites at warren-usa.com, smithcom Now, First John three seven through eight says this: Little children, let no one deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous, even as he is also righteous. He that commits sin is of the devil, for the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God appeared that he might undo the works of the devil. Now that is what you need to understand. It's simple. Those who are righteous, guess what? You can tell that they're righteous. Those that are wicked, you can see that too. Those that are lawless, it stands out like nobody's business. And boy, today in America, we, we are totally missing the boat here. You know, Tower?
1: Boy, we sure are. Sad, sad,
0: sad. So America's righteous truth by the Watchman Dana Glenn Smith, is a featured article on our websites. So you can go to warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. The WARN radio shows are hosted by the Watchman Dana Glenn Smith and Tower, who is the co-host. Now the WIBR WARN radio websites and ministries in-depth biblical teaching preaching warning agencies in these last days and we use the King James Version and uh, you know if we use something else we'll tell you in the article the work in ministry the WIBR Warren Radio is about the testimony of Jesus Christ through the faith of Jesus Christ by the mercy of God our Father through his grace extended extended flowing from the love of God to all people everywhere, commanding everyone to repent. So don't forget also to check out my book, The Rising. Check it out. Also, check out the Steel series. You can find the bookstore over on DanaGlenSmith.com. Check them out. And so we're plugging down the road here. This one, you know, was really advertised, but I wanted to mention it anyway. Because Jeff King, the president of International Christian Concern, was on Fox and Friends. And he was on other stuff after they saw that. And it seemed to me that the media was quite taken with the message of the persecuted church. And so I was really glad to see him on these various things. Yes. Because we need all the, uh, you know, the media attention. Because there are lots of believers that are being persecuted worldwide, killed and, you know...
1: I'm glad that he was on there to get the word out because people don't see that.
0: You know, you know, the
1: media doesn't Yeah. talk about that. It's just all this other nonsense.
0: And, of course, he released uh, <clears throat> ICC's uh, 2023 Persecutors of the Year report. And they, they do these reports every year. But... Uh, And we are doing a little bit of it, um, covering a couple of different things. We've done North Korea, Nigeria, and uh, we're going to be doing another one tonight. And of course, Jeff King is, you know, you could call him definitely, the article here says that he is one of the world's leading experts on religious freedom, and Christian persecution. You can't help but become a leading expert when ICC led by Jeff King and all the others that help him are out there every day in the the mission field around the world. And uh, you know that you can't overstate the fact that the people that do this are on the mission field all the time. Most of the time. And there's danger out there, and you'd better have the faith because you're out there among enemies. And one thing uh, Jeff King said, he said that Christian persecution is often misunderstood or underreported in the West.
1: Yes, it is.
0: And I, I would say underreported. Yes. Now, we dedicate one show a week to the persecuted church. We're an advocate. We bring out, we tell you just like this one, this particular article is from International Christian Concern. We're discussing persecution. Uh, President Jeff King uh, go on over to persecution.org and help them out donate some money and help them to in the job that they have because no matter how much money you have it's never enough today yeah when you're helping all the people that need help and Samaritan's Purse is another one that 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 we um, recognize as one of the top um, organizations, another good one to support. And, of course, in the 88-page document, uh, it tells you who the world's worst oppressive countries, and you can go over to uh, um, persecution.org and look for their, their POY report, P-O-Y, their Persecutors of the Year report, and you can download a copy and read it what it, an
1: what an honor to be one of those countries number one number two, number three that
0: are yeah, yeah,
1: the ones that persecuting Christians they ought to be proud of that,
0: well, you know and and we're talking about persecuting Christians, but you have a and what they did to Israel, yeah, you know i mean this is this is the way the devil does it. You know he hates Christians and he hates Jews and
1: uh, I don't know which one he hates the worst
0: now the estimate is between 200 and 300 million Christians live under persecution 24 hours a day that's attacks arrests forced conversions denial of rights and of course the the engine for this is radical islam communist regimes discrimination and evil and of course there's also other ones like india uh, which is, uh, has radical hindus there and uh, you have north korea is another one and of course we call them communists and so much of the um persecution that takes place is simply not on the radar for our mainstream media. Now see King has been in this ministry for almost um, three decades and uh, it's imperative that we shout about the persecution from the rooftops he says and we do also through this and many other in-depth reports and our daily news posts at persecution.org. And he was uh, on Fox and Friends on Saturday. That was the 4th. That was some time ago. But I wanted to bring this up because I think it's always good to bring these things up. And, of course, some of the ones that we're talking about the allied democratic forces, al-Shabaab, Fulani, the Seychelle terror groups, Taliban, Tatmadaw, and there's a bunch of others. Uh, but these are the ones that we always keep running across. And, uh, in Pakistan they had a 5,000 strong mob of radical Muslims who destroyed two dozen churches and hundreds of homes in a Christian enclave there. And then the radical Muslims in Nigeria have been uh, just creating a mess in Nigeria for 20-some years. And uh, so, be sure to pray for the persecuted church and drop by persecution.org, visit them and look to see the ministry of ICC And uh, they have a way that you can donate uh, a lot of different ways to help those which your heart triggers to help. So don't forget to do that. And uh, the Lord will bless you. Are you ready? Yes.
1: This is um, Muslim Husband Sets Wife on Fire for Accepting Christ. This story comes to us um, via Star News out of Nairobi, Kenya. After accepting Christ on May 3rd while her husband was away on business in South Sudan, Namwazi regularly attended a small group fellowship in Baduka with the friend who had introduced her to the gospel and other Christians. She returned home from the cell group meeting on October 17th to find her husband had returned from a trip to South Sudan. I got scared upon seeing him because I had some gospel tracts and a small New Testament Bible, which I could not hide, Namwazi told her friend, whose identity is withheld for security reasons. Upon seeing the Bible and other Christian literature, Musa became furious, left the room, and returned with a container of gas. He took some bed sheets, covered them around my body, and removed me out of the house. He forced me to lie down. He took the petrol, then poured it on me, and thereafter took a matchbox, lit it, and the fire began burning me up. Her daughter alerted neighbors who rescued her and took her to a regional referred hospital. Namwazi's sister later arrived to help get her admitted to the hospital and on october twenty fourth she was transferred to a hospital in Kampala for more specialized treatment. Her husband has fled to South Sudan, and Namwazi said she is worried about where she will stay after her release. All of her relatives are Muslim, and will what will become of her children, ages four, six, and nine, who have come under the care of their parental grandmother. Still hospitalized in Kampala, Namwazi has third-degree burns on much of her body, with nerve damage and multiple red spots on her skin. Christian sources in the area told Morning Star, Star News, The attack was the latest of many instances of persecution of Christians in Uganda that Morningstar News has documented. And Uganda's constitution and other laws... Provide for religious freedom, including the right to propagate one's faith and convert from one faith to another. Muslims make up no more than 12% of Uganda's population with high concentration in eastern areas of the country. And please remember to pray for Namwazi. Pray that her relatives will come to know the Lord and that she can stay in her village with her family and raise her children that her husband would even be
0: converted. Well, you know. That's a tragic story. We see those things all the time in Islam. And these husbands, you know, they'll kill their wives. And that's evident, you know, by all the stories that we've had along that line. You know, and it's beyond the pale. You know, these people don't know what righteousness is. And they live by fear. And that fear is a God that commands them to go kill Christians and Jews. And so, you know.
1: Their own family members, there's no love.
0: Yeah. They don't know love. No, it's all, it's all law. And it's just ridiculous that that has to do that. But we see that all the time. And and they will. But see, there's a lot of move of God as well. And God is calling Muslims out. Yes, and he is. Thank
1: they're getting you, saved.
0: And we have a lot of instances of that.
1: Thank That's the all Lord. there is
0: to it. And so you know he said you think that I've come to bring peace he didn't come to bring peace but a but a sword and that sword is the Word of God which divides asunder and uh, you know people got to choose who who they're going to follow the Christ of Calvary or Islam who lives in hate it's just too bad
1: the blindness tragic. yes,
0: and the corruption. And so uh, now we're talking about South Asia. We're talking about uh, Azib, who works in the brick kilns in Pakistan. And they have really been praying and this is um, Global Christian Relief. They, This family, Azib, well, we'll get to that in a minute, but here we are. He's been persistently praying for a long time for his family and him to be released. And so one of the... Uh, One of the people that uh, from uh, Global Christian Relief went to visit him and this is his short story about it. I recently traveled to South Asia where I met with our persecuted brother in Christ, Azib. Now of course that's not his real name. They always put these in here so as not to identify uh, the people. Alongside his wife, children and grandchildren Azeeb toils from sunrise to sunset in Pakistan's sweltering brick kilns, making thousands of bricks a day just to put food on the table. Through Azeeb and his family, though, it's though Azeeb and his family dream of a better life, their meager wages are garnished and it's nearly impossible to escape the reality of the brick kiln. You see, when rent or medical bills are due, impoverished Christians like Azib are forced to take out predatory loans with high interest. Sadly, the loans can rarely be repaid, keeping entire families trapped in the kilns for life. Now that's terrible.
1: That is wicked to treat people like that.
0: Yeah, and... And that is also uh, forbidden in the Torah. But Azeb has been faithfully praying for 25 years, believing that Jesus could set him free. And today God has answered his cries for help.
1: Oh, praise the Lord. Thanks
0: to the generosity of the body of Christ, Global Christian Relief has worked with our partners to completely pay off Azib's bonded debt. Now his whole family has been freed from decades of servitude. Dear God in heaven, that that is so nice.
1: That's horrible.
0: While Azib endured intense discrimination and persecution in a nation that is less than 2% Christian, he developed bold faith. My entire body believes in Jesus. My hope is only in God, declares Azib. Don't get disappointed about your circumstances. Trust that God is with you.
1: That is amazing. That he, through all those years, kept believing and kept believing. And here in America, we want things instantly. Yeah. We don't want to wait 25 years. But thank God the Lord was faithful to him and he was faithful to the Lord. And God delivered him.
0: Yeah, and he had incredible spirit of perseverance and that should encourage and inspire all believers who hear this. Amen. Be sure to keep this family of Azib in your prayers and uh, they're going to be seeking God's will for their lives. They have exciting new opportunities ahead. So,
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you, Lord.
0: Yeah, I am glad that there, I hate that brick kiln
1: me too
0: you know absolutely and we're going actually to India next Um, this is uh, this is part of the 2023 uh, persecutor of the year award and uh, India's surge in radical religious nationalism poses a grave threat to Christians with violent incidents escalating and Prime Minister Modi's inaction. Inaction, that doesn't help. Now, I remember when their nationalist uh, agenda began. That's been quite some time ago. And uh, actually the Christians in India, the leaders, were warning what would happen. And so, You know, you you look at that, and, you know, you really don't understand in America what stuff like this is like.
1: No, you don't. We don't see that here. So,
0: the overview of this is, when we talk about religious nationalism, among the Hindus. They want a Hindu nation, so any Muslims or Christians, they don't want around. And it's been rising, and it is rising in India. And of course this wrecks havoc in the Christian and the Muslim communities both. So they have anti-minority Hindu extremists, and they don't like minorities. So, mobs of Hindus will harass peaceful worship services; they will beat pastors in front of their congregations and and a lot worse than that we've we've seen it we've reported it, though technically a secular democracy, India is drifting far from the principles of peace and inclusion that its founders envisioned seventy-six years ago. Now, there's no doubt about that and so when when you look at it, so there's about 26 million Christians in India. Now you know that sounds like a lot, but India is huge. Yeah. Their population is 1.41 billion, Tara. 1.41 billion.
1: Wow, that's a just B. a lot of people.
0: That's amazing. Yes. So 79.8 percent are Hindu. are Muslim, 2.3% are Christians, 1.7% is Sikh, and 2% is other or unspecified. So the current leader is Narendra Modi. And uh, so the the sources of the persecution comes from Hindu uh, ideology and uh, Now, you know, the growth, they say the growths of Christians have remained steady in the last decade. But, I mean, there there is a lot of persecution. In August, in some of the history, in August of 2008, anti-Christian riots swept across Orissa, India, instigated by Hindu nationalists when Christians were blamed for the murder of their leader. These riots lasted three months and are still considered the worst Christian persecution in India's history. That's August of 2008. 2014, the BJB party, which we've talked about a lot, that's actually a party where uh, um, Narendra Modi actually is part of, and that's the ruling party. So they, in 2014, won the election on the plan- platform of Hindu nationalism. And they demonize religious minorities and establish anti-conversion laws. They're serious. So this is another part of the problem here. In November and December of 2022, which was, uh, you know, last year, Uh, We, you know, we saw large-scale riots which displaced thousands of Christians and destroyed hundreds of homes and churches. I mean, they were lit on fire. It was a mess.
1: Oh, it was horrible.
0: And in May 2023, violence uh, broke out in Manipur. Um, And of course, the local Christians there bore the brunt of the attacks and hundreds of churches were targeted. And so, you know, the bottom line of it is, it's deeply concerning that the Indian government continues to implement policies that negatively impact Christians, Muslims, Sikhs, and the Hindu Dalit communities. During the state visit, we asked President Biden to raise religious freedom with Minister Modi directly Including by urging him to amend or repeal policies that target repress religious minorities. And that was from Stephen Schne- uh, Schnick, um, the United States Center. And I don't know what the rest of it is, but it's one of those. I think that's the United States one.
1: For Christian, uh, for relief or something.
0: Yeah. Now, the ICC South Asia Regional Manager says radical Hinduism is a great threat to Christian community in India. The government is purposely ignorant. The police are corrupt and the local communities are stirred to violence regularly, and we can avow that because we have reported on that many, many times. So, the forms of persecution, physical violence, and impunity. You know, they're not afraid to use that, and they use it whenever they want to. Anti-conversion laws, if someone gets converted, then they go after the Christians. Forced reconversions, in other words, if they find a Hindu that's converted to Christianity, they will force them to reconvert or kill them. Uh, Blasphemy law, so, you know, they can really get them over blasphemy, and, of course, the Pakistan uses that, the Muslims use that. And, of course, uh, there's special boycotts. And what they will do, Hindu radicals and local villi- villagers pass local resolutions which outlaw the practice of Christianity in, in the village. Um, and so the Christians then are socially boycotted. They're discriminated against and often they're not even able to get water or food. So they're, they're forced to leave. And then, of course, then you have the government restricting them and any benefits they might have. Now we've seen this go as far as when there was a disaster in an area, and this comes from true stories, that uh, the Christians weren't given any relief supplies and were told, call upon your brothers and sisters around the world to get your money, we're not gonna help you. So they didn't. And uh, so there's a lot of things that has to be done and, uh, you you know, I wish you could just say, well, we're going to take care of it. It's not going to be that. I don't see any change in any of these persecutions worldwide. In fact, I see it worsening. Now, you may not like that. <laughs> Nobody likes it. But uh, that's the way it is. And so...
1: That um, Stephen Schneck with the USCIRF, yeah, that stands for he's the commissioner, by the way, it stands for U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom,
0: yeah, that's what yeah, it does. I couldn't remember,
1: so now you there you have it,
0: you know, and reporting it every week, you know. I mean, you can, you can tell people, but you know, these people just continue doing it.
1: And they have no qualms about it. It, No. It's like they take pleasure in it.
0: You know, and you know, I was, you and I were raised in America where we had freedoms. You know, in the town that I was raised in you know our whole family went to the local church and we had a lot of different churches we had friends from different denominations you know even in school we didn't go around trying to beat each other up
1: no nope. we all got along fine
0: yeah because it was america was a place of freedom but now we're seeing a difference because america uh, has some some of the same tendencies that these other nations have. So it, it is not looking good in America. Are you ready?
1: Yes. Christians persecuted in China. And this story is clipped from Epic Times, The Persecution of Christians in Z's China. Christians in China who have faced constant persecution under the Chinese Communist Party the CCP, have been meeting in underground churches for years since state officially prohibited all churches outside the CCP-controlled three self-patriotic movement churches. Those who refuse to attend the state church continue to meet in private homes and other venues. According to China Aid, in 2022, the CCP's persecution of underground Christians has been escalating day by day. The environment has become increasingly hostile to foreign missionaries since the CCP's views their activities as Western influence. In July, China's new anti-espionage law defined illegal religious activities As espionage and foreign nationals can face lengthy jail terms under the new law. Christianity under Chinese leader Xi Jinping. The CCP has implemented an unprecedented suppression of Christian. China aid expressed concern over the CCP demanding loyalty to Xi Jinping from state sanctioned churches and the situation for the house churches is much worse under the CCP the, regi- the regime implemented the three self patriotic movement which organized church christian churches under a CCP supervised entity which is taught on the th- at these state sanctioned churches What is taught at these state-sanctioned churches must be approved by the CCP. On the other hand, house churches or underground churches function independently from the state, often in private homes and apartments, and are targeted by the regime. It has always been bad, but it started to get much worse in 2018 when President Z changed the Constitution and became president in perpetuity. Pastor Luigi Bilicalia, an independent Baptist missionary from Quebec, Canada to China for 18 years, told Epic Times he effectively became emperor and the Z dynasty began. They started attacking churches severely at that time and he had to go early to his churches on Sundays and I looked and he looked to see if there were police where we are located, he said. Um, his family was expelled from China in late 2020 after having lived in the country since 2003 as a missionary. The CCP authorities raided his church and detained him for air interrogation against his activities in China. They brought him in for interrogation, and the lead interrogator punched him in the back of the head, And told other Chinese Christians they were there because of him. And they were trying to divide them so that someone might incriminate themselves. After they decided to expel the pastor instead of imprison him. He was given seven days to leave the country. And during those seven days they brought him to five different police stations. And interrogated him in hopes he would entrap himself. And they could... um, so that they could accuse him of espionage. And the CCP, according to Bob Fu, president of China Aid, the CCP is trying to rewrite the Bible, changing the text to say that Jesus was a lawbreaker and killer. And this was collaborated by the pastor's experience in China, where where the people were rushing to state churches to buy as many copies of the Bible as they could before they stopped printing the current version. And another concerning trend is reports of people in custody having their blood tested. Generally, this points to the possibility of organ harvesting of prisoners of conscience. If their blood type matches a potential buyer, the the person may be killed for their organs. And the pastor has heard of such accounts of the police drawing blood from Chinese Christians. And he also said, I hear lots about prisoners being shot with doctors waiting to take their organs and sell them. You know, this stuff going on in China is just unconscionable, Dana.
0: I know. You know, people just, you know, they don't have any clue as to what is acceptable they they justify it you know and that's all there is to it so
1: very tragic i hate to see that happen to these people. oh i know
0: yeah well we're over in nepal now there was an earthquake over there and of course with the earthquake came uh food shortages, freezing temperatures. Of course, no shelter. But a 5.6 magnitude earthquake hit the remote parts of Nepal. And uh all the clothes and food they had were in their home which was demolished by the earthquake. Earthquake. Well, you know, when you know, it's not just Nepal, but there's other areas up there. And, you know, it's not like they have some of the modern, fancy buildings we have in America that's reinforced, you know. Supposed to be
1: earthquake-proof. Yeah,
0: and they're out there in the middle of nowhere, practically. It just amazes me how these people survive out there. But, you know, they definitely you know, get to that point where I mean it's almost like a survival thing. So, at any rate, all the clothes and food destroyed. And of course there was a 5.6 earthquake on November 3rd. Thousands of families living in the remote mountainous Jar Jar Cot region, fled the houses about midnight. And, of course, when you flee, I mean, you ought to remember to take your jacket and a few other things, but you ain't going to have all the time in the world. So many of them just left with, you know, the, the clothes on their back. And this happened in western Nepal. and uh, over 18,000 homes and at least 20 churches reduced to rubble you know and i'm impressed because they had 20 churches up yeah, in that that's area
1: a, that's a lot <laughs>
0: Hundreds of leavers have been injured and lost their loved ones which is just terrible. It is. And here's the pastor Judah. He lost five family members. His daughter and four girl, uh, grandchildren lost their lives. Oh, that's just terrible.
1: That's horrible.
0: Man. That that would really cut you to the quick there. those who survived the disaster have been left without shelter and food and of course some of them had plastic sheets to put up a makeshift shelter and many of the believers don't have anything So the Nepalese government, uh, the Nepal government I should say, they mobilized resources, but they will not provide for church reconstruction or repair. So that's where you got to build the churches again and I can tell you, you know I remember we were requested one time from India. they. They wanted $50 to build a guy's house for 50 bucks, so we sent him the 50 bucks and they sent us back the pictures and they made it with uh, um, cinder blocks and they got it all put together, you know, and that's what he lived in and he was happy, you know. Of course they don't need a heater where this was, you know, but probably no indoor plumbing. You know, you really look at it (laughs) and you just think, man, we need to help these people, you know, because to whom much is given, much is required. So many of them are facing winter in desperate need of humanitarian assistance. And they already have snow on the ground. And according to, now this is from Barnabas Aid. And so someone from Barnabas Aid rode eight hours on a motorbike to reach him, eight hours. Wow. And they were there the very next day. They were excited and happy. We are very much blessed to have Barnabas. Amen. We thank you. Well, you can only carry so much on a bike. My heart goes out to these people. Yes, it it does. The young mothers, the kids, the grandfathers.
1: Hope they're doing much better as we speak.
0: And to lose your family like that, you know? Yeah, that's horrifying. I mean, these people, you know, family is a big part. And they go to the church and they take care of their family, and then this happens. Now we do have another one here and uh, this is uh, the Christian Defense Coalition and this came, uh, they had put this up on ChristianNewsWire.com circa Washington DC and here this Christian Defense Coalition is saying the Biden administration politicizes free speech. They refuse to arrest violent Palestinian protesters who deface the White House gates. Activists who have prayed and demonstrated for human rights, religious freedom, and ending, ending abortion have been consistently arrested and jailed for the peaceful activities in front of the White House. So the ones that you know were violent you know they were the anti and the ones who were uh, praying and demonstrated and uh, you know being nice about it they wound up in trouble and jailed
1: but these guys who were causing trouble get away with it
0: yeah so the Reverend Patrick Mahoney, director of the Christian Defense Coalition, calls this the politicizing of law enforcement by the Biden administration, and there is a lot of that with him. A dangerous first step toward political oppression and troubling crushing of free speech. Yep. And and they they arrested him at the time. And
1: they arrested him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's in cuffs. And. Uh, He's been arrested numerous times over the last 35 years for peacefully praying and demonstrating. You know, I've seen this before. It's just absolutely amazing how these people can't stand praying. The UK is the same way.
1: Oh, yeah, they're terrible. You know,
0: if you're over there praying silently by an abortion clinic, they arrest you. And they've done that.
1: Are you praying in your mind? (laughs) You can't do that over in the UK. You can't pray in your mind.
0: Yeah. And don't move your
1: lips when you're praying either. That causes a lot of trouble.
0: It just amazes me. So we have a lot of stories, a lot of issues here. Be sure to remember these. Pray for the persecuted church and those that are standing up. There's a lot of stuff going on. And uh, so uh, we've got a little bit of a time here. You want to close your... uh, Say something.
1: Yes. Thank you for joining us. We love to have you here. It's a pleasure. We love hearing from you. We're thankful for each and every one of you. And please remember to pray for your brothers and sisters around the world. Pray for the ministries that have boots on the ground that are helping our brothers and sisters. And we pray for you and please pray for us. We love you and always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. May He make His face shine upon you and bless you with peace. Good night, everybody.
0: Well, we are coming into our December. We're closing out this year. And we might have a few changes to the schedules uh we're going to keep pretty close to them but every every year uh the WIBR Warren Radio closes down for 2 weeks and uh, we're looking at some special shows we're going to do so be sure to visit the WIBR Warren Radio uh for all the details on what we're going to be doing also check out my books you'll find uh Steel the Darkness my first book well it's not my first one but in the Steel series it is and then my current one is The Rising which uh it has some secret stuff in it things that uh help you to understand what's going on now it's a Christian fiction thriller be sure to check out The Rising on our websites and you can get it in hard copy regular cover and also uh, an ebook. Uh, be sure to check out that and uh, you know um, read it and then leave us a review and uh, I also pray that you will take care of yourself during this time I pray that you're going to be able to be with your families uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you may his face shine upon you and give you peace May he direct your paths and keep you and your family safe and blessed. And uh, until next time, you know, I pray the best on you and your family and I pray protection. These are perilous times. Be sure to check out our websites at danaglensmith.com and warn-usa.com Until next time,